Lost that to Young, the chance here for Sidwell already, and what a start! Just over 30 seconds gone, and the quickest goal in the Premier League this season for Steve Sidwell. Sidwell FC podcast. Hello and welcome to season two, episode one of the Steve Sidwell FC podcast. My name is Adam Mitchell-Baker and I'm delighted to be back with my uh, esteemed co-host for the second season of this award-winning and uh, not yet illustrious podcast. Uh, so chaps, Joseph and David, how are we doing today? I'm very well. I'm pleased to have been commissioned for a second series. Yeah, the funding has rolled in from Steve to himself. <laughs> um, maybe, we'll find out. Uh, what about you, Dave? Yeah, very well. Excited for this episode. I think we're um, kicking off the new season with a with a bang. Yeah, well, is, that, is that a saying? I think that's a saying. I think that's acceptable for this. I feel like we, 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 we never went anywhere, but we're back anyway. <laughs> but, um, we've had the mum special, haven't we? We've had the dad special, which both got rave reviews. Uh, and today we've got the sibling special. Um, I think this could very well be, solely because of you, Mr. Lasky, a two-hour long episode. But we'll <laughs> see how we get on. Yeah, I, I'm um, occupying a lot of the the air airtime on on this episode. Um, I've got a range of questions from across the globe yeah. for this episode, um, and I think. Looking, looking at the questions, we've got uh, such a wide variety of topics to cover <laughs> that I think the list, if the listeners don't find something on here that they would find interesting, yeah. um, I don't think we'll ever, we'll ever interest them, to be honest. I think there, uh, there'll be a lost cause. Yeah, I think this is, this is fun for all the family today, isn't it? Yeah, all round. I said to Lasky earlier that like, you couldn't find a more temperamentally homogenous trio than us three. But the, the eclectic range of these questions makes up for our lack of diversity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our temperamental homogeneity, which is one of the best phrases I've ever heard in my life, um, is definitely negated by our siblings. Um, so, Mr. Lasky, would you like to kick us off with the first of your um, many, many, many siblings that we'll be featuring on <laughs> this episode? <laughs> I'd love to. Um, so the first question is from my eldest brother, Isaac. Isaac lives in Bangkok um, with his wife um, and he is uh, 20, 28, 29, 28, I think. Um, Good start. So, Good start. There we go. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was confused. Isn't it? Age just becomes um, untrackable. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is his question. Um Hi gents, Isaac, Dave's eldest brother here. First things first, I want to clear my name regarding David's completely unsubstantiated claims in episode 6 about me backwashing the communal water bottle when we were kids. This claim has no basis in reality and I do hope your listeners have the good sense to recognise fake news when they hear it. Anyway, on to the question. My brother Ben always says that David is everyone's favourite Lasky. His wife and my wife both agree. Yet, he was not always as socially competent as he is today. I remember taking him to my new church for the first time and turning round to introduce him to my friends, and he was nowhere to be seen. After scanning the room, I spotted him reading the small print of a poster in the far corner. 
I'm sure it wasn't the greatest first impression, but of course, once people got to know him, they loved him. I want to know, what were your first impressions of each other and how accurate were they? And what's the worst first impression you have ever made? Thanks very much. Well, that was an um, impassioned defence of uh, the previous slurs on his character. Um, <laughs> but a nice introduction to a good question, although I would question whether that um, story is, is factually accurate. Here it goes. That is not how um, that situation actually happened. Uh, <laughs> but if you're going to a new place and the person you're going with, as soon as you turn up, sprints off in the opposite direction, <laughs> unless you're like got the reaction speed of a you know baseball player, <laughs> nice. you're left you're left behind. And I yeah. was left behind, looking like a right lemon. Lemon. Yeah. <laughs> so I I went to what I knew, which was um finding interesting things on posters now there wasn't anything interesting so i was stuck reading sort of i don't know whatever was on the wall but um i feel like i was mugged off wow anyway what, what's interesting first... is every time we have these questions we keep processing more trauma from our childhood <laughs> related to particular family members well what i enjoy is that it's basically just use it as an opportunity to bring up something that I've done that's embarrassing. So um, I'm all for that, to of you. Oh, great. We'll we'll see. I think there's going to be a theme developing yeah. as the questions get read out. <laughs> well, anyway, Lasky, what was your first impression of Joe? Oh, memorable! <laughs> wow, memorable. I um, honestly, I can't remember ever meeting Joe. <laughs> and. Uh, Unfortunately, Joe has a really clear memory of when we first met, but I genuinely to this day can't recall it. It's just someone that I've known since the first year of uni. Um, so I can't say I had a very particularly good first impression, a particularly bad one. Just just was. Just someone just who eat. lingers in your life and you can't get rid of. No, I, I see where you're going. <laughs> but you, just, you just exist as a person. Wow. Um. I remember meeting you though, Adam. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, that's great. yeah that one. <laughs> well, um, we met at the end of first year. Correct. And I remember we met her at a mutual friend's leaving party. It wasn't really a party; it was like a drinks, I'd say, wasn't it? drinks sort of yeah. thing. Um, and I remember I had heard about you. We had mutual <laughs> heard friends about me. Yeah. Um, infamous adam mitchell baker and i met him and i thought we're gonna get on we've both carried scars from our all boys school (laughs) schooling yeah um and i think we had similar i think when we were just chatting we had similar views on several things i thought yeah we're gonna get on this will be all right this will be all right yeah yeah that's a good one that's a good one um joe do you remember meeting me so i I don't remember my first meeting with you, but I remember. Uh, I remember the first impression, which was yeah. so. In so we did the same course, yeah. And I remember seeing. Um, it's a bit like if you were in a play and you were playing the role of man on crutches. <laughs> 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 and you know, so I was thinking this when with um, Dave's description of his situation when he's walking into the church with his brother and his brother bolts off it's just like 
you know, I'd have done the same thing. Not because I'm socially awkward, but I probably would have just stood if my host had wandered off and yeah. just like stared at the wall. In the same way, it's that temperament that leads me not to walk up to the, the new cripple in first year yeah, and nice, try and be all friendly towards you. So I do apologise for that. I would, okay. I'd like to think I'm a better man now. Um, yeah. But it wasn't until the, basically the very end of first year when we shared a seminar. Like I think it was a pre-exam seminar. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, was it with Dan Keith? Shout out. Or somebody Ooh. like that. Well, we had seminars pre- together in second year. We had quite a bit, didn't we? Yes. We became friends. And we, yes. did, we watched a bit of the World Cup together in 2014, that would have been. Yeah. But, so basically, you lost, you know, you lost a crutch and, and gained, yeah. gained a human crutch in me. So. Oh, I've got... <laughs> wow. I think there are probably, I would say, a good 15 to 20 of my course mates over the course of second and third year, we're like, oh, yeah, you're that guy on crutches, aren't you? That's who you are. And I was like, I just got type typecast according to this. <laughs> and this is a reputation that stuck with me for the politics class of 2016, apparently. But, um, That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, Joe, what about, what? how did we actually meet? Right, well, so you contend this, but this is just fact. I'm sorry. Like, this, this is exactly how we met. So in our first year of uni, we went to we went to the same church. I joined the church in about December time, and in the January, we went round to uh, Ben Doolan's house, which was basically two hundred meters opposite my room in first year, um, cross over the road from Derwin, and there there it was. And so you you were there. Ben was hosting, and we would, I don't, can't remember what sort of social it was, but there was no football on the TV but it was a midweek fixture where Villa were playing West Brom. And I was checking the football scores. I don't know who Arsenal would have had that day, but I, you were also checking the scores. Mm-hmm. So my first impression was like, right, this is a guy I can get on board with. And you were giving me updates because it was an absolute cracker of, the, of a game. I did my research earlier. The date we met, Lasky, was the 29th of January, 2014. Aston Villa 4, West Brom 3. Boom. Boom. That's amazing. <laughs> So first impressions were this guy effectively provides push notifications, <laughs> but in person. Correct. The human Correct. personification of a push notification. Yep. And nice. I'm a guy on crutches. So that's not, not brilliant. It's not brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and, great. and here we are. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's glorious. What about you, Adam? <laughs> what about me? I feel like I've, um, I've, uh, I've, uh, my first impression has been shared. I can remember meeting you at Matt Brown's leaving drinks over a few few beers, bonding over um, grammar school experiences. I can remember having a seminar with 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 Mr. McKeo. <laughs> I'm afraid, Joe, that until that point, you I knew there was um, another churchgoer on my course um, <laughs> somewhere, and that was all I knew. But you just you just fitted into the mass of of course mates that I didn't know because they were all afraid to speak to me in case they were infected <laughs> by my crutches. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this social stigmas that are being exposed oh, on the Steve FC podcast. It's I, amazing. Well, I think it was um, that lecture theatre. Was it Hendricks Hall where we had politics, yeah. power, and society? That I think was the, my first sighting. Yes, of, I remember that. Um, <laughs> that, 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 that crutch man. That, 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 is, this is actually quite a sad story. Um, <laughs> in my second term of uni, so end of first term, I broke my leg, and there's a whole story there. We'll get to at some point, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> But I, I actually couldn't go to those lectures because they put them all in um, inaccessible rooms um, all across campus. So I could only go to Hendricks Hall and I think 
one we had in Vanbra. But the Hendricks Hall stairs were an absolute nightmare. It just took me ages to get in there and get upstairs. And you sort of see all these people just looking at you really sympathetically. Um, you know what I just remembered um, as well? M- myself and Dave Lasky, um, <laughs> we, we, we share a first impression on someone else's behalf, don't we? Do you remember? A certain, if I, can, can you remember this one? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I, um, there is one thing I know uh, you might be I talking I think we've about. already vetoed this. And I'm, <laughs> you vetoed and I'm, really, I'm really keen not to share that on the podcast. <laughs> okay, I'll move on then. We'll oh, absolutely. I'm asking about this conversation earlier. We were like, if this comes up, no. Well, yeah, I'll, I'm just going to leave that one there. That's, a, that's the mystery that I'll leave to everyone. So, that's, one, that's one to follow up. If, you know, if listeners want to hear, they can come to me directly. <laughs> what about um? What was the second part of the question? First, worst first impression that you've ever given off. Um, oh, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got one. I've got, I can't. It's, it's been censored. Been censored. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know Joe, what yours is, Joe. I know <laughs> what yours is. Does it relate to the Champions League final? Yeah, is that yeah. what you were on about? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no. Adam was on something that was not... Um... Mine was probably a 12A rated reference. It's <laughs> a distinctly PG podcast, isn't it? <laughs> I think we should move on quickly from that one. <laughs> I think so. Should we move on to um, question number two? I do, yeah, I do just it. want to shout Isaac out there. That's an absolutely cracking question. That's kicked us off well. Very good. <laughs> Okay, the second question is from my younger sister, Sarah, um, who is 19. And, oh, no, I don't she... think she is. She's, I think she's older. No, than she's 20. She is 20. Wow. This is going very well. Stop naming she's the 20. Age. Is there anyone in your family <laughs> yeah. that you've introduced right? No. No. Literally, he's, he's on nil for four. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> You, you've you've called me out for my deliberate ploy, undermining their questions by um un- <laughs> by misquoting their age. Um, yeah, so this is my younger sister, um, who is one of my the funniest people I'm I know. But she's actually gone for a very sensible question. Um, so here we go. Hello, it's Sarah, David's sister here. My question is: leaving sport aside. If you were each on Mastermind, what would your specialist subject be? Can't wait to listen. Great. So what do you guys think? What would be your Mastermind topic of choice? But you can't have sport. Okay. Yeah. It's a... So I feel like... Now, we didn't get any feedback on this, but in the previous episode where we were talking about which Bundesliga team should you support, yeah. and one of the questions was... Uh, are you a fan of fascist architecture? Uh oh. And you know, you you cut it short, and it said, so "I'm going to need you to bail me out before I come across like some sort of um, obs- <laughs> fascist obsession, obs- obsessive, something like that." Um, my, this is something that I've said before. Sarah asked this question. I've said that this has been a topic that I would choose for a sig- significant while. It would be Hitler's rise to power. 
It's not because I'm trying to take tips to reenact it. I just have a historical curiosity with how it happened. And I actually just quite like it as a like a historical um, bit of trivia. And it's ever since like school education, I've, I've read up on it. And I'd like to think I'd do okay. There we go. Hitler's right of power. Sponsored by <laughs> AS level history, I think. Basically. Did you do history at A level? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's delivered. Um, delivered. T- continuing on with the uh, AS level theme, actually, um, <laughs> the answer I had was um, capital cities or flags. Matching a flag. Oh, very good. Quite good at that. Quite enjoy that. I used to read the Atlas when I was a kid. So, like, oh, age like seven, eight, I would just read through an Atlas and kind of memorise it all. Um, so that would be mine. And I did do geography at A level. So, there we go. My. Um... I really struggle. Honestly, okay, I had a bit, um, moment of self-reflection on this that I Ooh. thought I have zero hobbies that aren't sport. <laughs> you, say, you say it like it's a bad thing, but I don't think it is. <laughs> no, um, I think my honestly, whatever I choose here, I don't think I'd win Mastermind with. But I think I would go for the BBC show. Hustle seasons one to three. Mm. Nice. Trivia about those three seasons of um, the TV show. Although, admittedly, when I looked back at the episodes this morning in preparation, I did think oh, I can't remember that episode. So I don't think I'd be winning Mastermind, but it'd probably be my best bet. Good go. Um, but yeah, if it was a sport, I probably would have gone for, I don't know. Uh, Essex County Cricket Club 2008 <laughs> till 2020 Very good. and and I just stood a better chance of winning that one I think. yeah yeah I like that um I thought your hustle one has inspired me I'd also I think I could do Gavin and Stacey's scripts yeah you would get you would win that I don't think there is an answer you wouldn't know no, I, I every I probably say twice a year I do a full watch through Gavin and Stacey um <laughs> And I realise, I think I probably know seventy-five to eighty percent of the dialogue, um, oh, which is wow. quite reassuring. Which is why, if I'm honest, I've, I've not gone back to watch it, but I'm still a little bit stung by the Christmas special. Um, was absolutely <laughs> rubbish. You can't, you can't leave me <laughs> like that. I'm, I, I feel like there is now a permanent area of my life that, for <laughs> probably eleven years, has been my favourite TV show, and I've loved it. And it's now just defined by an, a lack of resolution entirely. Um, so there we go, an unhappy ending. Um, more unprocessed trauma. Unprocessed trauma. <laughs> uh, should I move on to next questions? Yeah, yeah you've, you've done well to make that more traumatic than Hitler's rise to power, so thank you. That's okay. Uh, I've I, I diverted the listeners' attention away from <laughs> um, Slightly concerning, interesting... Obsession? Yeah, obsession. We'll go for obsession. Yeah, 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 yeah there we go. Um, so next questions come from my brother. I've only got one sibling. My parents were environmentally responsible. And, <laughs> <laughs> and this is from uh, my brother, who's also called David, who I believe has already featured with a few questions uh, in Steve Sidwesley podcast uh, Folklore. He's an avid listener, but he's got a couple of questions for us. Uh, he is 24. I can confirm that. Uh, and he lives in Reading. So David Mitchell-Baker. Who is your favourite cult unsung hero uh, player from your football team? 
So as a Chelsea fan, it's Giuliano Belletti. And as a Reading fan, it's either Mikel Legitwood or Casper Zgorks. And what has been your favourite thing that you've watched during lockdown? Like a TV show or a movie or something on like YouTube? And what has been your favourite thing that you've listened to? Whether it's like a new band or artist or podcast? Great. So we got unsung heroes, like cult heroes for football clubs. And so we're bringing it back to sport at last. And then we've also got... <laughs> I'm basically going to summarise the second question as like favourite media consumed in a in lockdown. I think that's quite good. So, uh, Joe, do you want to kick us off of Unsung Hero? Yeah, of course. Um, so, Aston Villa, I'm going to go for Wilfred Baumer. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right in there. Unsung to the extent that massive football fans such as you, Lasky, don't even remember him. The left back, isn't he? Do- yeah. The Netherlands finest. Oh, gosh. Um, just very, very good in the Martin O'Neill days. Uh, but actually suffered quite a sad end to his Villa career in an Intertoto Cup match in July 2008 where he dislocated his ankle. Oof. And it was facing the... Oh, it was horrible. It was facing the wrong way. I'll never forget it. Shout out to Satanta Sports who were showing that game. Uh, yeah, but unsung to say the least. There we go. Top That's top. a great answer. I like that one. Thank you. What about you? Was he, was he good though? Yeah. He, he played basically every game. And, of course, you know, Young, Barry, Milner and Downing get the plaudits. But you, you always need a left-back. Always need a left-back. And Wilfred, Wilfred Baumer, Boomer. I think there was a yeah. chant as well, but I can't remember it. <laughs> you know what? I've just looked him up. Since that injury, he had yeah. two years where he couldn't play. It was, it was awful, brutal. honestly. It was like the camera... The cameraman panned to it and clearly like had someone shout in his ear going, get get that. I love it when that happens. I love it when we'll that happens. Go to the crowd, we'll do anything. But Eduardo. Oh. Yeah, and Ramsey. Oh, no. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. Good footage. <laughs> no footage. Oh. Well, my... um. My the, the issue is with Arsenal, lots of their players are very well known. Um... And especially my, my it, choice. Yeah. <laughs> my choice is um, someone that is actually widely talked about this season because he's come back as manager. Ooh. But I don't think Mikel Arteta gets the recognition from non-Arsenal fans that he does from Arsenal okay. fans. This guy, he joined us in 2011 the end of the summer transfer window. We'd just lost Fabregas. We'd just lost Nasri. We'd just been battered 8-2 by United. <laughs> we had one point from our opening three games. He forced his way out of Everton, took a pay cut to join us. Restore us to greatness. Poor guy. Legend. We offered um, 5 million yeah. to Everton to try and get him. And they said he's worth twenty, <laughs> and then we we managed to get him for ten, which I don't quite know how we managed to do that, but a combination of forcing it on the last day of the window, and uh, somehow making him willing to take a pay cut from Everton to join Arsenal to play Champions League football. Yeah, and the thing is, Arteta joined us with like the weirdest mix of players. We had Yossi, Yossi Ben Ayoun. Yeah, uh, Per Mertesacker, who is also a cult hero, and Andre Santos. 
Per Mertesacker was rubbish, though, wasn't he? No, he's he's he um him and Kashelny made the best part. They didn't like lose. There was like a season where they, I think it was like fifty games where if they started and and played the full game, they didn't lose. Wow. So Arteta is my choice. Nice. What about you, Adam? Uh, so I've got famously got two clubs. Um, so this actually this actually has been quite hard to narrow it down, but I've managed to get down to two. Uh, so what? Yeah, obviously one per team. So I go for um, Liverpool first, um, and I've gone for a player who, during my era of supporting Liverpool, has been a bit of an unsung hero, and that is Dirk Count. Now, oh, very good. So very he good. he's quite he's well known, I would say, but in terms of yes. his impact, I'd say it's quite unsung. So he ended up with for, for Liverpool. We had. Uh, all appearances, 71 goals, 286 games, which is not bad for like wide midfielder. Um, but there was a consistency to him, which was really, really helpful. He came up with hat tricks in big games. Uh, the season 2008-2009, where we uh, just missed out on the title race, uh, he was one of three players to play every single game uh, that season. Um, and he, he just was just always fit, always reliable, always hardworking. Um, and he's a bit of an, I think he's a bit of an underappreciated player. Um, yeah, kind of manager that I think is a player that if he was under Klopp, he'd a- absolutely love him in Klopp's system, uh, hard working. He'd make him into a central midfielder, but he'd be. He'd be <laughs> um, and then in a similar vein for Reading, um, my unsung hero is a player called James Harper, um, who our listener Steve Sidwell will remember fondly as his midfield partner for probably about four or five seasons. They played together in centre mid, um, and James Harper was similar. Similarly. I think he barely missed a game in like the seasons that I saw him. He, he ended up with 300 appearances for Reading over nine seasons, and he was like rarely ever injured. Um, played you know 40 odd games season the championship, both seasons in the Premier League for us. He played every single game. Um, absolute beast, and he just wouldn't stop running all all day in centre mid. So he made Sidwell I think look even better because uh, <laughs> he was putting a shift in in order for you know Sidders to step up. So like the season we, we the. Legendary 2005-2006, 106-point uh, record-breaking season. Uh, Sidwell scored 10 goals in 33 games. Uh, James Harper played 45 games and scored seven goals. So less of an attacking threat, but an important box-to-box midfielder to have there. Uh, and he's my unsung hero for Reading FC. Um, I, I think if he made Steve Sidwell look even better, we, we then like he's, he's yeah, always welcome. He's a welcome. friend of the pod, isn't he? He's a friend of the pod. Just like, just like yeah, Rob Hazel in front of the pod. <laughs> yeah. And then our second question from, from DMB was about essentially favourite media that we've kind of, I guess, consumed or listened to, watched, et cetera, et cetera, in lockdown. Um, I've, I'll kick us off with, I've talked about a TV show a lot, which is The Last Dance. <laughs> uh, film, I'll give you straight out of Compton or Knives Out. Uh, I've rented Knives Out on Amazon Prime every week. That is absolutely superb. You two would actually love it if you've not seen it. Daniel Craig is a Southern American detective. Nice. It's... Very good. Um, I've, what, I've wanted to watch it. Yeah, I recommend it. it. Uh, and Straight Out of Compton. That was very good on Netflix. That was, it was, oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably the most use of the N-word I've seen since yeah. like, training day. But, um, oh, God, that's... <laughs> Meme central. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Music wise, I've I've got back into Dave's album Psychodrama. Really enjoyed listening to that in full. Done that a couple of times. So I was working. Um, Dave the rapper, not Dave Lasky. Or your brother. <laughs> or my brother. 
Big oh, I'm a big, big fan of that. And then the YouTube video for me, it's the coffin dance meme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I absolutely love the coffin dance meme. I found the original on the BBC website a few months ago, profiling the um, from Ghana. Where they have auditions for the, the pool bearers who carry coffins, uh, who can dance and everything. But that is just a, just a fantastic meme. That that song that kicks in. Um, I'm all about the various uses of that. So that's my favourite YouTube video, I'd say, of, of lockdown. <laughs> Great. I think for me, I've um, well, you know, we the question asked about show, movie, TV program. I'm going to go for I've got two answers. One's a book, which doesn't really fit into it, but I read Prisoners of Geography, um, by I think his name's David Tim. Marshall, or maybe not Tim Tim Marshall, David Marshall, just too many Davids, um, which is just really interesting. Ticks a lot of boxes for me. And then TV show, I got a disney plus subscription and have been watching the mandalorian and i just really enjoyed that very good joseph oh that my favorite content consumed throughout lockdown is uh the youtube video titled how to jump start a car which (laughs) 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 which uh we used last week to uh sort out dave's dave's motor after lockdown caused its battery to die so we we persevered we uh we we had nothing but a will some jump leads uh and a ton of perseverance but uh yeah it all worked out didn't it you did it did it was the the first time in my life i've shown any sort of practical <laughs> skill so um very pleased about that yeah, one but i frankly i can't believe it worked but i'm delighted delighted that it did and i can tick that off put it on my cv maybe um other than that um, i've got back into did we look at the year lasky for hot fuss by the killers was it 2004 absolute i think 2004 yeah an unbelievable album good good at the time still good now yeah um and the only other content has been um i love would i lie to you and i love david mitchell and some legend not all heroes wear capes has compiled like an hour long compilation of his rants which wow. are always tremendously founded and um, just yes witty witty on wilty lovely thanks man oh, very good okay should we move on to um, another question sure. from one of my siblings um, so this is from my another older brother I have I don't I'm not going to say <laughs> how old he is because <laughs> I'm in danger of getting it wrong again um but here we go all right lads it's ben here david's older um and best looking brother when we were younger me and dave used to uh share a room and we had bunk beds and i was on the top bunk and dave was on the bottom and um one day i found him graffitiing his undying love for our neighbor um on the bottom bunk there uh, DL loves dot dot dot. You know, I won't say her name because you know, confidential and all that. Um, but he completely smothered it in graffiti. Um, I was just wondering if you lads shared a room growing up um, with your siblings and any cool stories that you remember or funny memories. Love the pod, lads. Keep up the good work. I'll see you both soon. So again, <laughs> you're I, I my my yeah my brothers have used this as an opportunity to get back at me for I'm not sure quite what I've done to deserve this. Compare this to how 
Adam's brother asked the question. Just yep. asked the question. Um, but this one I can't debate the validity <laughs> of. That is just true. I did do that. If the bunk bed still exists, it's probably still there to this day. Um, so I think I can't really, I can't really add a lot to it. But uh, what do you guys think? <laughs> I enjoyed your brother's commitment to um, anonymity slash GDPR by not not naming GDPR the the, the individual concerned. <laughs> Um, I'm afraid I don't want this to be a cop out, but my so my brother is just an abysmal sleeper. Um, always, always has been. He, he either uh, punches, walks, screams, uh, falls out of bed, wow. all of the above. So I've I've quite early on just vetoed ever having to share a room with him. So I appear, I appear to have avoided any. Uh, <laughs> Any unfortunate experiences, shall we say? Oh, that's all right. I'm sorry. It feels like a cop out. I'm yeah, sorry, it's the truth. That's okay. We're not. We're not here for fake stories, are we? No, no, not like but, the back. It's okay. Unsubstantiated claim or something. I think. Uh, I think for me, I am. Um, what about you, Adam? When my brother was uh, really small, like a toddler. He was, he basically had hyperactivity. So he was an absolute little, you know, the Tasmanian devil in Looney That was him. He was like, well, he used to climb up chests of drawers and I get to the top of them. Then knock everything off the top of the chest of drawers. Um, or he'd go up to anything electronic and press every single button. Um, but when I shared a room with him, like I remember being on a um, holiday with him, we would have been in, we used to go on holiday, we used to go camping in France because my mum had a friend who worked for one of those like Euro sites, hot places, Euro camp. So he used to get a free holiday at one of those places in France, which was pretty nice. Um, and he used to basically have a little travel cot and he used to get out of it every night and then just wake me up and tell me, I get out of cot, I get out of cot. And then he'd go and tell my <laughs> mum and dad, I get out of cot, I get out of cot. Like it's like the most impressive thing in the world that he's able to do this. And he would just do it every single night that he was in this travel cot. So I think at some point they might have like, uh, my mum and dad, I think, put, put like a higher, I think they got a higher travel cot. They tried to like you know, barricade him in or something so he could just never <laughs> leave this travel cot. But yeah, that, that that's probably the most dramatic experience. Um, uh, yeah. my share, I've shared it with my dad before. That He just, he's just, he's just a, a similarly loud sleeper, but that's more snoring and farting than anything else, I think, really. <laughs> I um obviously there is a danger. Yeah, do like, it. Go low. Back at Go low. My, my brother for his, his oh. sharing. Oh, you're the bigger man. One of my embarrassing things, but I'm not actually going to do that. This is um I'm going to share. I'm going to share an experience that um something that happened when we were younger, which I maintain to this day is one of the funniest things that um I've I've been in, I haven't been involved in. It happened between my my two um brothers and my mum. To this day, is still really angry about it. Um, so when we were younger, we were in the um, Colchester Library in the town centre. And my brother decided that Ben thought it'd be funny to um, pants Isaac. So if you're not familiar with that, it's to pull down his trousers to reveal his <laughs> underwear. Now, unfortunately, Ben's grip was a bit too strong. And he just fully pulled down both... Um, <laughs> <laughs> what the very, Americans yeah, would call good. pants and what we would call pants. 
And so um, Isaac was left stark as... It's always something of... like a library, isn't it? It's always <laughs> the library. Like um, Even and... worse, I think. So that wasn't a, a sharing the room, but it was incredibly <laughs> funny. Um, and my mum to this Very day good. is still <laughs> not happy about it. Um, right, I'll introduce uh, the fourth question that uh, is from one of my siblings. And this is from my sister-in-law, Pat. Um, so Pat is Thai. She lives in Bangkok with my brother, Isaac, who asked the first question. Um, so here we go. Hi, guys. This is Pat, one of David's sister-in-law. I'm a big fan of the pod. I've been a Mrs. Lasky for two and a half years. I'm still the most listened. So when can we expect the next Mrs. Lasky and what should she be like? What type of woman do you think David wants to date? So I think that completes the full set of um, questions just rinsing <laughs> me of any um, <laughs> self-confidence or, or, or uh, I guess, um, persona of... You've been rinsed. You've basically been rinsed. What's the, word? What's the phrase yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. use? It's not been a good day at the office, but is it? Basically, <laughs> no. I've been battered. No. Yeah. No. Um. So I'm actually not going to answer this question myself because I feel like me putting out a, a list of well, things I, I that I'd like my future let's, life let's, to be like. Let's reframe that. What my, do you think you bring to the uh, table? Oh. <laughs> I again, again, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. want to answer that question because it would just read like a dating profile. <laughs> I'm David. I'm 24. I think I'm 20. Yeah, 24. Keep it going. 24. Yeah. Live in York. Originally from Essex. Lovely guy. Would love. Would love to. Um, so there we go. So what you're what you're looking for in Mrs. Of a similar age. similar age to you, <laughs> and you want to be kind-hearted. Um, when do you think we'll expect her to appear? <laughs> 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 I well, Joe, Joe said that he had an answer for this, and I'm going to pass on to Joe. Answer. Wind up my my housemate, my friend, um, despite him not even uh, remembering when we first met. But I'm not going to hold that against him. I also don't want to, given that we're locked in together, yeah, uh, wind him up too much. But I'm also eager not to dodge the question. Um, yeah, good, good and, you, and and and. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead you've got free reign i'm not i'm not gonna hold it against you and baiting that they that they're craving with with all of their questions so I, you know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to appease all sides here whilst also looking out for my own self-interest which, and i hope i'm being transparent enough in that um i think when, when i was trying to think of how to answer it, I, was, I was thinking last night last year you and me were uh, trying to answer a question that one of my good mates shout out to jack lawless was up <laughs> as asked us and uh, it was a football question. I won't bore the non-sporting uh, fan base amongst our listeners here, um, but it was about who has scored the most left-footed Premier League goals. And it took, we needed some clues. It took us a long time to, to get to a, a, a fifth and final answer. We were trying to look for the top five. And when Dave got Louis Sahar, he was very excited. And when I was trying to answer this question that Pat so kindly sent in, I was thinking... We, he needs a, 
he needs a woman that's going to get him as equally like happy as when he gets <laughs> Louis Saha in a quiz question. No, I, no I, <laughs> you, you, you know what's yeah, you know what's really tragic about that though, Joe. Go on. Uh, Is uh, it uh, recently, uh, it's been uh, exposed uh, that Louis Saha is actually a false. False answer. It has been exposed. I'm going to ignore that. I wasn't going to... Because otherwise it just adds a tragic edge to your... I'm so sorry to to Jack for him being called out for giving us BS quiz questions. Can't let it go, can we? uh, No, we we couldn't let it go. (laughs) But that it was more about the the attitude and the the happiness and the joy that that it was was put on Dave's face. I think, I think that's a good. I think that's a good quality to see. In, I don't know how to respond in, to in that. A romantic really, partner. I think you'd. Um, I think you'd. You'd like someone who's quite fun, wouldn't you? I think that would bring. You know, you 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 could almost match them for fun, and you'd bring that out of each other. So, the joy yeah. that Louis Saha brought you, you'd want to find that. <laughs> women, you? That's what we. That's what we're all seeking. Isn't it? <laughs> that, that's a good thing, and I think just to close up. To all family members, to all to all family members, grandparents, my mother, my sisters-in-law. Yeah, we've actually happens, had that I'll question you know. in every week. Haven't you don't we? need to keep on asking. <laughs> no, but well, well defended. That that's a good forward defensive there. You, you've seen yes. off the new ball, and now Mister McKear is going to uh, come in at oh. number three with a, a final couple of questions. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, my brother has sent in the the final couple of questions for us. Um, so those of you who listen to the, the mum special will have got a little... Well, we've had a good taste with the dad special as well as to what the McKeo family looks like. And after this question, you will have the full picture as to who possesses the creative genes uh, in their storytelling. And um, my brother it very much follows, follows my mum in this. Um, so... He's, he is 23. He works for Monzo in London. Um, unbelievably funny bloke. And um, just, this, yeah, I think this question just says, says it all. If you could choose any two political figures, dead or alive, to have a naked fight to the death, which two would you choose and why? Like which two would make the most entertaining fight? <laughs> right <laughs> I'm so I'm, I'm nervous in so many ways to hear your answers I'm gonna <laughs> yeah do, can, do they have to be Look, it was, it was can I clarify <laughs> do they have to be naked I'm not I believe. I don't, I don't see. I feel like that just makes the question even yeah. more difficult to answer. Okay. I've included. I've included nudity in consideration within my answers. <laughs> okay, I've got. Um, hit, well, I'm calling. On, ads. I'm calling. Explain the battle of the left, um, and I've got in in the red corner, um, former shadow chancellor of the exchequer John McDonnell. Um, <laughs> And in the blue corner, I've got Fidel Castro. Okay. I think Fidel Castro is going to be a, he's going to be a challenge um, for John uh, to, to handle. Let alone when they're both naked. Um, and I think watching a fight between those two handle um, 
you you chose to highlight that word. Um, <laughs> I think that would be a spectacle and a half uh, to witness those two fight. To witness them fight for, you know, I think the inter- both on an intellectual level uh, as to the validity of, uh, you know, socialism in, in the 20th century, 21st century, depending on your on your Castro or McDonald. I think that would be a great physical and intellectual battle. So that's what I'm going for. <laughs> Do you think that's going to be as popular as... Yeah, I mean, it'd be more entertaining than Mayweather um, McGregor. Versus Um, Conor McGregor. But maybe... maybe, I'm not sure. I think John McDonald probably doesn't have quite the same showmanship ability as Conor McGregor. But um, (laughs) I think what he lacks in pizzazz, he makes up for in... um, It's a bit of a northern grit to him, isn't it? I think it would be. But Fidel Castro would be a hard place to match uh, in in a physical (laughs) contest. How old is Mr. Castro? He's dead, isn't he? Yes, but no, he's in, in this fight, you numpty. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I was going to say when he went to peak fitness, but I don't think he ever really was at peak. We'll put them, we'll put them both 35. There we go. Because if, if John McDonnell were 35, he would have been, um, he would have been fighting for the mines and the miners. He would have been union rep. He, he, there would have been some anger within John McDonnell at that point. Uh, and Fidel Castro would have seen the... Um, the uh, the Berlin Wall soon to fall, the fall of the USSR. So he would have also been in a probably quite a tense um, position. So there would have been, I think they would both bring a level of tension and frustration um, that they would have to, you know, kind of unleash upon one another um, in their uh, battle of the left. And I think, you know what, I, that, that would be a great spectacle. Who would win? Just uh, who would win for the listeners? Um, you know what? I think it'd be Castro. I think Castro. He 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 was a reigning undisputed president. Uh, whether or not he was democratically elected is by the by. Um, for a good fifty <laughs> odd years, I think it was. Um, whereas John McDonnell has never never seen power, has he? Never tasted fully of the of the cup of power. So I think there's something. There's a bit of an edge that that gives Fidel Castro uh, when it comes to this battle. Um, would you he, would you host it on a neutral? A neutral ground, or would it be in Havana or yeah, but, um, the north of England? I think we'd go neutral. I think there'd be, depending uh, what, the, what the buy-in rate on PPV was like, we could do rounds <laughs> two and three. Um, but I think Castro edges it due to his, you know, he, he, he was a human rights abuser. He um, displaced many Cubans. Uh, he, he, was, he was probably a dictator. You know, he held off America for a while. He was provocative. Um, he's done a whole bunch of things that John McDonnell... Uh, was not able to accomplish. Um, I'm going to leave that at that. But um, <laughs> so yeah, I go for Castro as a winner of that battle. There we go. Great. Well, on the on a similar theme of um, Ooh, I guess what? boxing, and um, I'm going for a heavyweight oh, yeah. fight between Winston <laughs> Churchill and. Henry VIII. Now, Henry VIII, not strictly political as such. He was the king, but he's definitely involved in politics of some of some kind. Um, and I just think they'd be quite equally matched in yeah, terms yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really I hope Google can help me with some, this. weight, <laughs> arms, arm span. I, I doubt. I doubt <laughs> they've got VIII like uh, four hundred pounds. Wow, Henry VIII's. <laughs> wow. Massive. That's humongous. He had a 54-inch waist, says Wikipedia, says Google. <laughs> that's, I don't think that's true. 
So he ain't moving quickly, is he? That's but what, 28 stone? He, he, he's like got that. power, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> Joe, what do you think? But I've picked two political individuals who I, I don't like either of them. Ooh. And uh, I don't want to think too much about the, um, the aesthetics <laughs> of the fight. But I've gone for John Burko straight off. Order. Angry small man syndrome. Just good. Yeah. Order. 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 <laughs> um, versus Sadiq Khan. Wow. I would like. I think. I think that would be entertaining. I. I don't like either of them. <laughs> um, I think John's. Uh, yeah, we're on first name terms. Um, his his small man syndrome would be proven to be. Um, well, the origins of his small man syndrome would be uh, evident for all to see. Um, not going to go too much into that. And uh, I, 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 who would win? I think John's angry. He gets he's, he's been accused of bullying quite a lot, hasn't he? Yeah. So I think he's got an angry temper. Whereas, uh, yeah, I think he'd win. You know, I'm not you know what? If I read the transcript, what you've just said, and you told me it was Piers yeah. Morgan that said it, I'd believe you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's nice. Um, Am I am I not allowed to dislike these two? There was just, it's just there was just so much mentioning of their short man syndrome. Well, this is why I wanted to watch it. I I, I would watch this fight. <laughs> yes, I'm positive. John Burko Joe, is not. Are you sure that they're not taller than you? John Burko. John Burko. I should have. John Burko. Hi. Oh no. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because I'm not convinced. Is. No, fortunately, five foot eight. So just smaller than me. Shoot, I should have. Been sure. Be sure. Uh, did I call him small man? I think I was mainly. How tall is Sadiq Khan? Sadiq Khan is five foot five. Sadiq Khan, I find d- detestable because he's. He just look at the sm- very punchable face. He's just so <laughs> smug, so unnecessarily smug. Wow, this sounds like a triple threat right here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sorry if he's. <laughs> I'm taller than I would quit. I would quit. I think there's been a bit of rounding up of your height there. <laughs> yeah, a bit short man syndrome to, to get you above. John <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, Sadiq uh, Khan is. I don't know how he's on. Yeah. That cannot be the same one. He's on IMDb, five foot five, wow. according to IMDb, but I don't think. I'm... He could be a name. Fact name check, that you're live fact week, checking yeah. me here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he will be. <laughs> It will be at some point no, in season that is three. Good. Have we got any more questions? Are we all, all wrapped up? Um, we've got the follow-up Ooh. to my brother's question, which okay. is the following. You now have to fight the winner of the political brawl and you can only take one item within an arm's reach of you now to that fight. What do you select? Right. There you go. Where do you go from here? So I'm glad we've all... I didn't actually say who I thought would win. I think John Burko would win. Um, purely due to the fact that we now know how tall each of them are. His reach and his anger mean that he probably wins that. So, Adam, let's go to you first. What is within arm's okay. reach to help you defeat uh, Mr. Castro? We're, we're, okay, so I've got multiple things within that. Do you want me to talk through some of them or just go in straight with it? Yes, please. So I've got, no, I've got, um, got a glass, got a mirror, I've got a broken frame... I've got a uh, air dryer. Um, I've got a dumbbell, and I've got a vacuum cleaner. 
uh, multi-ball vacuum cleaner from Dyson. And you know that's going to be my chosen weapon to take on Castro. Um, <laughs> if I'm honest with you, I, I really am not underestimating Fidel Castro's ability in a fight. I, I'm not confident in my ability to take him down. He's six foot, he was six foot four. Um, I'm, I'm picturing Castro in his 30s. He's already, he's already taken down a dictator, uh, took down Batistuta. He's held off the American pigs. He's uh, a bastion of communism uh, for, 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 for decades. Uh, he's got, an, he's got a, you know, a human rights abuse record. Um, but with my Dyson vacuum cleaner, um, I can hit him over the head with it. I can put the dust in his face. Everyone hates that. Um, I might be able to use some of, you know, like the, some of those little add-on bits you get and poke him with those and use the tube to choke him. I don't know. I don't know how dark this is going to get. But um, I think there's a lot that that Dyson Hoover can give me to buy me some time uh, in fending off Fidel Castro. But I'm, I'm honest, I'm not. I think it would be the end of my reign um, the end of my contribution to Steve Sidwell FC podcast if I was up to go up against Fidel Castro with Dyson Hoover. <laughs> but there we go. I'm currently trying to work out if Fidel Castro spoke any sort of English to, to you know, replace you on, on the pod. But I don't think he did. I think it would just have to be... Well, we'd have to rename it. Who, who What player only played for Villa and Arsenal? Who knows? And Havana FC. Oh. <laughs> I I don't have a lot of options for things near me, to be honest. I've got um, a toothbrush, a uh, empty cans of deodorant, one full can of deodorant, and most importantly, my running tights. And it's my running tights yeah. that will come in handy when I have to fight. I think probably Churchill. Because I don't know if anyone's got running tights. You <laughs> yeah. initially think, why do I need these? I look like a right Wally. And then you wear them and you can, ru- you can definitely <laughs> run further in these. They give you unlimited energy. It's like LucasAid. Um. And so my main tactic when trying to fight one of these will just be to wear them out by just running round the ring and hoping to tie them out. And then they just call yeah. it a day themselves um, because physically I can't match either of them. Yeah. You own um, that. You own so that. my running shorts, my running tights, yeah, that's like that. the, like what that. they are, they are tights. I'm, I'm trying, I'm just mourning the, uh, the Joe, what about you? A, a British legend in, Winston Churchill, but <laughs> I'm trying to imagine this fight. Um, oh, I, so me v Burkett. So thank you, Dave, for highlighting to me that I had nowhere near the height advantage that I imagined I did. Um, and and he's angry. And all I've got within arm's reach are chess pieces. Negative. Which, to be fair, David and Goliath yeah. style could cause some damage if I threw them. But there is a glass candle on the table that is within Oof. arm's reach, and that. That that could do that could do some serious damage. That could be the winning instrument. But angry John, little well, not so little <laughs> angry John. You know, I, I think I fancy you against John Burke with with glass candle. I think what this segment has revealed is there's quite a lot of latent um, malice that you hold towards um, the former Speaker of the House of Commons. And I think you I think you'd you'd do him in if most of you. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like I've revealed motive. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Look, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Yeah, you certainly I'm have. <laughs> I'm staying in my room. Oh, thank you to my brother for that question. But, uh, God knows what's going on in your head, my brother. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I think all of the questions have been really interesting yeah. and like... Like we said at the start, the just the range of of topics we've covered have meant um, it's been an enjoyable uh, set of questions to talk through and, yeah, absolutely. and, and yeah. debate. And listeners, so we thank hope you've you enjoyed that small all of our siblings sibling delights that we've served up for you. Um, we'll be back hopefully in the next few weeks with some, I could say, some more normal episodes of Steve Simpson. But I'm not sure that's really a thing, is it, boys? <laughs> No. no, not at all. I, um, I just hope that the listeners have enjoyed uh, this this kickstart into season two and that phase two yeah. of lockdown yeah. is treating you all well. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for listening to this slightly longer episode. Uh, stay well, stay alert, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Lost out to Young, the chance here for Sidwell already, and what a start! Just over 30 seconds gone, and the quickest goal of the Premier League this season for Steve Sidwell. Steve Sidwell FC Podcast.